Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who love to read. Readers who love to write. And anyone who loves words. Hi, welcome. Hi. <laughs> winter is coming. Winter is coming, yes. I think winter might be here by the time this airs. Absolutely. <laughs> this week, we have had um, two weeks off. And we are back in the game for Christmas episode or kind of Christmas slash winter solstice slash yep. um, let's winter talk style. about winter's wintry tale stories. So yep. Laura, lead the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and as I was like approaching this, I know that we've already done kind of really Christmas stories. We've done two years of it. Um, and I was thinking about what is another perspective to take on like winter tales and there actually is there are so many holidays even around the winter time sure. and uh, you know you have like yuletide you have kwanzaa you have hanukkah um and obviously christmas as well and you have even kind of ones that cross i know many families that kind of do lots of different celebrations and kind of that have a little foot in a few of these and even things that are kind of accepted in the Christmas type of stuff some of them are borrowed from Yule and some of them are borrowed from more kind of um, even older traditions and I was just thinking about like there's so much in terms of winter that involves that the darkness like the slowly the days are getting shorter and shorter and shorter and we get to that point of winter solstice where we're kind of the darkness is at its most potent at least for those yeah. of us that are on the northern hemisphere sorry for anyone <laughs> on the southern hemisphere because it's completely opposite but for us like as we get to that I think there is kind of this tradition of gathering together and having food and bringing light into the space gathering together sharing traditions sharing stories um there's smells that we remember that are probably individual to us more than you know being like oh this is definitively what this smells like there's I, I know for me, like when we do our celebrations and it changed when um, I got married, but we do like roast lamb and mint jelly and, mm -hmm. and there's so many things like that, you know, yeah, there is the tree, but there's also like cranberry and those scents are so, they evoke so much um, as part of kind of tr winter tradition. Yeah. Do you have any of that that kind of links you into winter and that kind of is part of your heritage yeah i mean i d definitely when i was growing up we definitely did lamb and mint jelly too so that was bringing back memories i had kind of forgotten because we haven't done that in years um, my family honestly didn't have a lot of traditions but i think it's a really good point that you bring up that like kind of no matter what your cultural background is when those days get dark which you know for us happens around around christmas in the northern hemisphere but even for the southern yeah. hemisphere they have their own time of the days getting dark like it is absolutely um, something culturally important to human beings to be together to like fight against I mean you know like it's probably why some cultures would tell ghost stories around Christmas and you know like yes. it's kind of a like 
terrifying time <laughs> so we need that like community and that camaraderie and like the light is going to come back and 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 I was just thinking as you were talking like it's an interesting it's a thing to think about even as writers as we do world building like what what are the atmospheres like there and what are the days like how long are they yes. does that change from season to season and what do people do to kind of mark those changes absolutely and I think actually you know we were joking about winter's coming but I think Game of Thrones actually mm-hmm. from a winter standpoint I think it's fascinating just the extent of winter and those words, winter is coming. And I think like for us, like winter has a very specific meaning Mm -hmm. and it does have that stark nature to it. But that series took winter to another level that it's, it requires this level of preparation that we are so unfamiliar with. Hmm. And I think looking at it from that perspective of what then does that if this is kind of the seasonal push and pull what does it do to the people what is the impact it really is fascinating to look at it from that perspective and what do they do to survive yeah winter is that time where it's like you know it's kind of the hibernating time the like yeah. going in and getting finding ways to get warm and finding ways to get through i like the you know finding the light in the darkness so i was i remembered something from winter that kind of it was one of these poems/quotes that really kind of stuck with me and i remembered it from last year it took me a little while to find it but it's um Morgan Harper Nichols who I I love her she is such inspirational art and poetry um and this was from winter and it says there is a reason the sky gets dark at night we were not meant to see everything all the time we're meant to rest and trust even in the darkness and I like that I like that it does kind of represent that hopefulness for mm. as we're sitting in the, the darkness, we're telling these stories, stories about maybe they are ghost stories about survival, hopefully. Because <laughs> um, usually like from a horror story standpoint, usually that's kind of part of the punchline is mm-hmm. the survival element of yeah. it, the like, getting through yeah. <laughs> and being able to look back and be just thankful that it's like that sigh of relief I love that element of like the trust the sitting with the restfulness of you know hibernation of coming in and getting out of the cold and snuggling up and experiencing something that reminds us why we're glad to be alive and we're glad to be here on this earth and why we are ready for the spring to come and for light to return I think there's something very hopeful about those elements and I think if you look even at a lot of traditions there is some element of those things with within them about a celebration of life a celebration of light a celebration of that hopefulness yeah for sure I love how those words too like take note of the fact that that we need these seasons, like we, that we are cyclical, just like everything around us is cyclical. <laughs> I think it's something that we don't often really live into or take note of or, or celebrate, in, at least yeah. not in Western, Western culture or American culture. You know, we try to produce all the time and all of that. But 
it's not really how we're meant to be. <laughs> um, and I, I love that even from a practical standpoint with the days getting it shorter, like you when before we had light, like you, you know, or indoor lighting or all that kind of stuff, like you couldn't work as long during those days. It was almost like a forced rest. Yes. Um, and I, sometimes I miss that. <laughs> I'm like, I, I could use a little forced rest. You could always pretend that the lights don't work, <laughs> but it's true. Like we, we kind of get into that, these habits of production and efficiency and all of that. And I do think that there are parts of time, mm -hmm. even in the winter, that doing the holidays, doing the taking a vacation mm -hmm. to just spend doing something else, like yeah. changing what we normally do, taking a moment to kind of recognize the passage of time, even if it's you know, just part of that. It's cold outside. I don't really feel like doing anything but staying in with hot cocoa and or hot cider or tea or coffee and having like a moment to to read or to sit around and do a puzzle with the family or to if it's snowing, go outside and have a snowball fight, like doing something that literally is just for that that feeding kind of yeah. the time that you're in, yeah. um, that rejuvenation <laughs> that, that, okay, like it's, it's been a long year yeah. <laughs> kind of just acknowledge what's, what's gone through. And that's one of the things I love about kind of towards the end of the year is it does, I think even it feels to me like time tends to feel like it slows, yeah. Um, like you have those moments that it's just like, okay, getting, getting rested up for the new year to be here and figuring yeah. out like what that future looks like, but without kind of the weight of it here yet, it's yeah. kind of that preparatory time that getting where you need to go time. Well, and I think, I mean, rest is really about the present moment, right? Like when we can't rest yeah. if we're thinking about all the things we have to do or all the to-do lists so that if we're always future projecting or if, or if we're past like yeah. dwelling on the things that have happened, you know, like, and I think especially for creatives, it's so important to, to take that break and fill yourself back up because we can't, we can't create from a place that is, you know, uh, you can tell when someone's creating from this place that's dry and barren and they're just like yes. at the end of their ropes. We can, I can tell for myself, like when I'm trying to do that and I'm just like trying to squeeze Absolutely. the laptop out of something and like, no, I said I was going to do this. So I'm going to, I'm going to finish this, whatever. Like, um, Absolutely. And it, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, we, it, sometimes it can, you can, you can white knuckle yeah. your way for a long time, yeah. but eventually it will fail you. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's not exactly healthy. And I, and I think I just love, I love that there's a lot more people talking about that lately and a lot yes. more people talking about how we need to fill our tanks back up. And when you are full, like when you, when you do those things that rest you in the present moment, that ground you, that, um, when you feel embodied, like for myself, at least, I feel like that's when I feel so creative. Like that's when ideas yes. just start coming and it's like, not, it's not like pulling teeth. It's like, Oh, I just have so much to say. And oh, there's oh, I could do this. And and it just feels full instead of feeling like I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. Absolutely. It doesn't happen very often. Most of the time I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, and I I love that as part of that, it almost is that cultivating silence. Like 
cutting down the noise, even of what we put on ourselves, of all the things that we're like, oh, I have to do that and that and that and that. It's taking that time to just quiet that down and just get into the place of, okay, like I am letting my brain be a little quieter, like focus on just a couple things, not have to do everything. And I don't know about you, but for me, like when I cultivate that quiet, things will come and I can actually hear them and yeah. see them. It, it's that removing all those things that are those distractions off your brain. And in fact, that's usually when I'm cultivating that quiet, if I'm in the shower, <laughs> you know, that's when yeah. the good ideas come. And if I don't create that space for that quiet, that space for that just being I don't think the ideas come as readily I don't listen to them or really take the time to write them down which is key (laughs) um and I I love those elements of like winter tales to me feel like it's a yarn that's being spun when you're sitting at your ease like by a fire or you know candle um, yeah. or you have the lights on <laughs> since we're in modern day it, it kind of gives that feeling of being at the at our ease of replenishing of kind of giving back in yeah. what we've kind of given all year kind of getting that back and and even there was Another one that, if, if you don't mind, another poet wrote about winter, that winter is the time for comfort, for good food and warmth, for the touch of a friendly hand and for a talk beside the fire. It's time for home. And I think what I liked about home is like the idea of, you know, it's separate from the work, like home being that snuggled up, like being able to even like going back to when you were young and like being able to just be like not have to be useful necessarily not have to be making all these things or producing stuff but just being able to be and to bask into like the moment and in even in looking at all the different like there's art that I'll link in the like one's called um a winter's night's tale it's actually from the 1800s you know obviously there's a winter tale by Shakespeare so this is a thing that we as humans have kind of taken the moment to be in for hundreds of years like it's not anything new and I think taking that moment even a Christmas carol is kind of in that heritage as well and in fact I know many people who actually would do that they'd read a read a Christmas carol by the fire and I love those elements of kind of just true human experience of this is part of that process through the year it's part of kind of the getting ready for the spring for new growth to kind of come through but you have to like put in the planting of the seeds in order to get there and some of that really is just finding that restfulness finding that warmth finding that comfort um, and just sitting in it for a little while. Yeah, no matter how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> sometimes rest is uncomfortable, right? Like, it, I don't know. It is for me. It can be. <laughs> well, and it can be because 
we know of all the things that we should be doing. And I I feel like it's a muscle. It's, it takes strengthening. Like you have to work through the mental message of valuing that restfulness of valuing that silence. You know, we talk about self-care, but we often don't realize like it feels so um, superficial and kind of performative. It's like, oh, going and doing this thing, that's my self-care. But really, it's actually more about the internal part of it is the getting comfortable with that silence, getting comfortable about just being rather than having to do like just, okay, this is just me. Yeah. being here and being okay with that like yeah. I'm just here with myself and <laughs> and I think that that is something that it takes time I yeah. I think I've mentioned before that I do float kind of as a therapy for myself even as an idea generation I do float therapy and at first it's like oh oh no I'm here alone <laughs> with myself for an hour and I heard other people talking about it that they're like I didn't know what to do after 10 minutes, you know? And I think getting comfortable with, okay, things will come. Like, even if it's just cultivating that silence, even if it is, like, even if you're not doing anything, but just being, that has a value. Yeah, for sure. And it's a lifelong practice of, you know, it's the kind of muscle that can atrophy and and needs to constantly be, um, be worked at. It's kind of a final thing. One of the inspirations for this was actually Olaf's Frozen Adventure. I don't know if you've seen it. But there's an entire song that kind of looks at the traditions associated with the winter holidays. And one, I love how diverse it is, but also how honoring of different traditions and everyone doing, like everyone having their unique story of that like what their traditions are what is part of their kind of sacred winter space and that I felt one it's inclusive which is important but also it's kind of acknowledging that we each kind of come to it with our different things that we find important the different things that we take away the different things um that feed us even. And I loved that element of it because I know that you have probably your own traditions. I know for us, like we have our own ones that we're even working to build and that changes its dynamic. And I loved those elements of even looking into why do we do what it is we do and how can we even grow our traditions and improve our, you know, change even our habits if we want to do more things together like how can we grow towards that so I just thought that was kind of fun and interesting to think about in terms of what each person does yeah for sure so however you are celebrating this week or whatever you're celebrating this week we hope that you find some rest and that you are able to take some time to refill um, to spend time with family or the people who are like family for you and to just do things that let go of the past and the future and let yourself be fully present in this moment. Yeah. So keep reading and writing and resting and taking breaks from the crazy cycle. <laughs> and we will, yeah, see you back next week for our um, wrap up episode of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>